Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new, original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, (laughs) culture, adventures, and ghosts. This is News Fighters. Where we fight the news so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. Hello, yes, welcome to episode 104 of News Fighters for Friday the 6th of May 2022. I'm your host Dylan Bain, the Philip Lowe of News Comedy. And first up, the big news story that absolutely angered mortgage holders everywhere. One of fashion's biggest events of the year, the Met Gala, has delivered its signature mix of lofty glamour and outrageous designs. A bleached blonde Kim Kardashian raiding a museum to source a $7 million dress famously worn by Marilyn Monroe. $7 million for a dress? Everyone in Sydney's like, oh, I could buy a little studio apartment with that. Wouldn't that be nice? No, seriously, though, the Met Gala did have one solution for the housing crisis. It's the red carpet event known for pushing the boundaries from the barely there to a coat likened to a sleeping bag. Yes, but I hear Gigi here did did just put her sleeping bag dress up on Airbnb for $500 a night. God damn it, Gigi. Some working class families could have lived there. No, seriously, though, I am going to be covering the big economic shock that hit Australians this week. But first, didn't the TV news just love trying to tease it out and make it sound... More exciting than it was. Good evening. Rocketing inflation has pushed the Reserve Bank to make a move it hasn't made in more than a decade. Ooh, ooh. Has the Reserve Bank brought back silly hat day for all their staff or free Friday massages? Over at nine, Peter Overton tried to make the financial news sound a little bit sexy. Bigger than expected with the promise of more to come. Ooh, and I bet that's what Peter Overton says after every date night. Now, of course, sadly, he was just talking about this boring financial news. The Reserve Bank today lifted the official interest rate for the first time in 11 and a half years. The RBA board upping its official rate by a quarter of 1% to 0.35, the first hike in more than a decade. Yes, interest rates on mortgages are going up, while interest rates on this federal election remain at record lows. Seven and Nine tried and failed to make the interest rate announcement more exciting by filming people at home watching the interest rate rise happen live. 2.30 in the afternoon in Bank Street and residents watch live 
the beginning of the end of the low rates era. Wow. Where are they going to find that money? Watching the announcement homeowner, Deborah Watson. Now, this is an aggressive Oh, my God, what lazy television. Ugh, the only way television could get any lazier is if, I don't know, next week on Gogglebox, they showed people watching the TV news report of people watching the interest rate hike live on TV. Bet it would look something like this. Watching the announcement homeowner, Deborah Watson. Now, this is an aggressive <gasps> Oh, my God. Outrageous. Suck eggs. Run, buddy, run. What am I Gogglebox. Now, of course, these interest rate hikes are most likely to hurt younger home buyers who are already struggling with mortgage stress, childcare costs, and student debt. So, of course, Channel 7 went straight to interview an entitled boomer. When we bought our first house, it was 18%. Mind you, we borrowed $50,000. <laughs> Thanks, old mate. Hey, just a quick question. Um, can we swap houses, or can I live in your investment property, or can you give me $20? Of course, despite interest rates now being the third lowest level ever on record, the media couldn't help but try and claim this was the death nail for Scott Morrison's government. It is this, the kiss of death for Scott Morrison's re-election. The Prime Minister has been dealt a damaging blow with the interest rate hike midway through the election campaign. Has your government just lost this election? But hang on, back in November, Morrison said interest rates would always be lower under his government. Australia's economic recovery has to be secured by people who have a track record in economic management. Otherwise, you're going to see petrol prices go up, you're going to see electricity prices go up, um, you're going to see interest rates go up. So I guess he's just implying there that the Liberals don't have a good track record of economic management. All right, go sack yourself. Labor, of course, immediately jumped on the pylon of Scott Morrison. Here's Shadow Treasurer Jim Chalmers laying a boot in multiple times. Scott Morrison's economic credibility was already tattered and now it is completely shredded. If only you could pay your mortgage with Scott Morrison's excuses. Today... Scott Morrison's lies and scare campaigns have blown up in his face. This is the third wave of Scott Morrison's cost of living crisis. Yes, Labor, of course, is implying the Liberals are bad economic failures for interest rates going up under their watch, and they can't wait to be economic failures too. You've said that this is a cost of living crisis under Scott Morrison, with warnings, though, that interest rates will rise repeatedly over the next 12 months. Would there not be a cost of living crisis under your government? That will occur regardless of who is in government. Well, rise no, today. So I've said the Reserve Bank are responsible. If interest rates rise today, it would be a triple whammy under Scott Morrison's watch. It, it is just, that watch, is just a fact. Under your watch then, would it not be a whammy if interest rates and, rise? And, and, under our watch, what we have is a plan to reduce costs of living on working families. Yes, this campaign, Labor is just shamelessly adopting a lot of the uh, promises the Coalition is announcing, whether they like them or not. Uh, like this week, when the Liberals announced they'd make more seniors eligible for a healthcare card. Labor calls it an election bribe, but says we too. If it's a bribe and it's not right, why support it? People are under cost of living pressures. And where there's a good idea... We will support it. Yes, Albo's like, the Liberals are bribing everyone this election and we want in. Yummy bribes for everyone. Num, 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 bribes. Labor did announce one big new policy of their own this week. Pushing the centrepiece of yesterday's official launch, government providing 40% equity up to $380,000 in new and existing home purchases, becoming co-owners with low and middle income earners. Our housing policy is good policy. How do we know that? because we know that it works. Albanese's new housing policy looks like it could actually help middle and lower income earners. So, you know, they wouldn't have to raise a family in a caravan or studio apartment. 
So, of course, Scott Morrison's against it. So you'll be going along to an auction and there'll be someone who's bidding against you and they'll be bidding with the government and you'll be bidding on your own. Yes, Scott Morrison is so against uh, any uh, government assistance going to help improve equality. I'm amazed he hasn't tried to outlaw public transport. Oh, so there you are in your car, uh, paying your regio driving on the road, and there's a guy in the next lane in a bus getting a subsidised lift off the government. That's not fair. Macy hasn't tried to outlaw libraries. Uh, uh, us taxpayers go and uh, buy books from the shop and some people get them from the library for free. That's not fair. Anyways, while we're talking about the economy, this week I uh, also had the uh, treasurer's debate. And uh, just listen to Josh Frydenberg's plan here to try and tackle debt and deficit. What's your plan to get tax to GDP and spending to GDP into line to get rid of the structural deficit? We're prepared to say we will continue to cut taxes. The Labor Party will never say that. Ah, yes, this government's solution for everything is literally cutting taxes. That's it. That's all they've got. Which made this comment from Scott Morrison on Thursday quite ironic. Labor doesn't have a plan for small and family businesses and get their costs down. They think they've got some magic pen or wand they can wander around like Harry Potter. You can't run the economy like Harry Potter. Yes, but your magic wand is just tax cuts. Oh, too much debt and deficit? Cut taxes. Bushfires coming over the horizon? Have you tried cutting taxes? Axe murdering zombies on the loose? We better hurry up and cut taxes. Back at the press club, Frydenberg also accused Labor of this. The Labor Party is simply trying to sneak into government and to copy our policies. Yes, how dare they try and sneak into government by, you know, winning more votes with popular policies, but less dodgy MPs on the front bench. That's not fair. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Anyways, to other news now, and I'm not sure if you remember this great Australian institution I profiled on the show last year. And particularly here in Beef Week. Beef Week. Beef Week. Here in Beef Week. (laughs) Beef Week. Beef Week. Beef Week. Beef Week. The focus of the week, of course, is beef. And if you love Beef Week, get ready, because this week on the campaign trail, it's officially Lettuce Week. PM, pensioners and welfare recipients have just had $250 in their bank account. One lettuce alone would be 2% of that paycheck. An iceberg lettuce, $5.50 for an iceberg lettuce. 
A simple head of iceberg lettuce, $5. And on their grocery bills, how can you make a lettuce cheaper? How long are they going to be confronted with lettuce at $5? You can't necessarily change the price of a lettuce. Oh great, now nobody under 40 can afford housing or lettuce. Just when I was about to build a granny flat out the back of my parents' house out of oak leaf. Why oak leaf? Because cause was too expensive. Well, I haven't seen a leaf vegetable take centre stage in an election campaign like this since 2004 when Mark Latham bashed up a cabbage. And we all know that during this lettuce week, Bill Shorten has been sitting at home crying in the dark. Why couldn't I have remained leader? He'd cry. I mean, because we all know lettuce is the only thing he knows how to talk about on the campaign trail. What's your favourite type of lettuce? Oh, I actually like iceberg. Do you eat a lot of lunch? Do you eat a lot of uh, salads? Yes, I like, well, not salad, but I like lettuce. Blah. Yeah, lettuce. That's fantastic. And that's not even the tip of the iceberg. Even former Liberal PM Tony Abbott is full of regret that he's not around. He loves talking about raw salad vegetables. All of us eat raw onion occasionally. Sal- yeah, salads. Salads are full of raw onion. You're quite right. My salads Greek salad. Are full of raw onion. This was an onion yes. that uh, had lost all of its, of its outer skin. It it had effectively been peeled. Tasty. And I thought the least I can do for someone who is as proud of his product as this particular farmer was, was take a chomp, and it was beautiful. <laughs> Treasurer Josh Frydenberg went on ABC News Breakfast to tackle this leafy cost of living issue. How did your government, how did Treasury get it so horribly wrong in forecasting where cost of living pressures are actually going in this country around the kitchen table? Well, we are seeing higher um, than expected inflation, as you say. Um, Yesterday, they pointed to 6%. I point out to you that it's 6.7% in Canada and 6.9% We're talking about Australia, though. People don't buy bread and vegetables in in Canada. Yes, and thank God for that. Have you had the bread in Canada? It's stale and sugary and awful. Why, when I lived in Toronto, they just had a Baker's Delight open up there under the name Cobb's Bread. It was literally a Baker's Delight franchise, and everyone in Toronto thought it was the fanciest, most gourmet bread they'd ever had. Baker's Delight, I tell you. So yes, I'm with Michael Rowland. Thank God we're not getting our bread and vegetables from Canada. But it wasn't just bread and lettuce. Labor tried to make this week about other food items. He doesn't have legislation. He has wedgislation. I reckon in that cabinet room there's there's sour cream and sweet chilli sauce there. There's so many wedges there. This is more bologna than a New York deli. Yes, Labor's Jason Clare there, and he should be careful mentioning bologna. I mean, this was the week that processed meat got cancelled in the media. The classic ham sandwich has become the piggy in the middle of a nutrition battle. The Cancer Council is recommending they're kept out of kids' lunchboxes, with parents, teachers and even a state premier now biting into the debate. The Cancer Council has sent out letters, that's right, the Cancer Council, letters to public schools saying the lunchbox favourite is not healthy and should be banned. But have you known for some time too that these woke brigade people have been coming at you? Yes, it is a little bit un-Australian. It's political correctness getting off the rails again. Yes, and you know during all this uh, processed meat cancelling that... uh controversial transphobic liberal candidate Catherine Deves is sitting at home going, oh, thank God it was the ham sandwiches this week. Oh, yeah, maybe I'm beginning to think this whole ham sandwich fracas was all just a made-up controversy to get the New South Wales Premier to say on camera how much he loves pork. We all love pigs. Uh, We all love ham, uh, pork and bacon. And I think it's great for kids. Yes, pork is great for kids and gun clubs and music conservatories and commuter car parks. Pork is great for the community. But it wasn't just trivial matters about lettuces, potato wedges and ham sandwiches. No, 
This week, Scott Morrison had to finally front the media and answer the burning question on everyone's mind. Look, I, I want to start. I'm going hard. I've got to come in on the most talked about issue of the last 24 yeah, hours. How are you feeling? It's everywhere, Prime Minister. The most talked about curry in the country, your chicken korma. <laughs> Um, you love posting photos of your food. We love seeing it. But everybody is convinced that the chicken korma you cooked the other night had raw chicken. Can, no. Is this true or false? It's absolutely untrue. People went back for seconds. It was, <laughs> was in the pan for a good 45 minutes, I can tell you, because I've had it there myself. Really? Um, it was just the way the light bounced off the skin of the chicken. So, And it okay. was really nice. Yes, this week people literally thought Scott Morrison was trying to poison his family with undercooked chicken curry. But it turns out the most undercooked thing from Scott Morrison remains his climate change policy. And just when you thought this week couldn't get any stranger... A volunteer on Josh Frydenberg's election campaign has provided a bizarre moment at the official launch for the Melbourne seat of Kooyong. Have a look at this. Long-time supporter of the Treasurer, Phil Elwood, entertained attendees with this. Kookaburra. That's a great sound. I, I was going to try and do it, but can you do you, it? You can't do it. You can't. You can't top that. Go and do it. Nothing compared to that guy. There you go. But you've got to start with a... Oh, Yes, that's why Carl Stefanovic makes the big bucks. Ladies and gentlemen, we've finally reached the talking gibberish like a bird stage of the campaign trail. Maybe, <laughs> guys, guys, this is the silliest week uh, of an election ever, I think. So in conclusion, this week, the media, instead of deciding to cover, I don't know, which party would lift the most people out of poverty, create the most jobs or help the most people buy a house, instead decided to devote all their airtime to talking about lettuce, ham sandwiches, potato wedges, raw chicken curries and yelling gibberish like a bird. So how do you think we should sum up the uh, media's coverage of the election campaign this week, Dominic Perrottet? We all love pigs. All right, everyone, that's episode 104 of News Fighters. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with some debate wraps as the final two leaders' debates are happening. And another reminder, once again, that we have our 100th episode celebrity-filled best-of episode available on our Patreon at patreon.com. Uh, slash newsfighters in audio and video. And if you want the video link, you can uh, buy it for five bucks at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters. Or you can just go there and buy me a coffee. And as always, uh, hit follow and subscribe on your podcasting app of choice. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit like, leave us a comment. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at newsfighterspod. And uh, sign up for our newsletter at newsfighters.com. Stay sane, everyone. Stay away from that raw chicken curry and keep fighting and bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.